friends, I'm Brad. And I'm Allie, and this is the Lambo Leaf. Welcome to episode five. It is Wednesday, October 7th. And like every week, we're going to jump right in and talk about the Green Bay at Niners week four recap. We won 17-3. Woohoo! So 4 0, 4 0. 4 0, undefeated. Uh, yeah, what did you think of the game? Brad didn't get to watch it. He works retail, so he doesn't get to watch some of the games, which is a bummer, but he gets to watch a lot of the highlights and everything. And I was at a bar that um, I didn't get to see as well as I like to, or focus as well, so. Uh, but I need to get to see a lot of the highlights, so. What did you think of it? Well, I got to listen and see highlights, so yeah. that was that was most of my experience with it. Um, it sounded rough to begin with. Uh, it was. <laughs> Rogers seemed like he was, you know, accurate as usual and his old self. Uh, it just sounded like, you know, Kaepernick a few times at least got to be the Kaepernick that we all dislike very much, yes. where he's able to avoid pressure and get away and make us feel foolish and slow yeah I I was last week I spoke about how I was worried about that and watching the beginning of the game I was like oh no like this just reminds me of every game the last well not every game the last three games we've played against him and so uh, I was worried about that and then they seemed to get it together especially in the second half the defense did yeah, you know, Rogers said at the end of uh, two weeks ago that, you know, the defense needed to shore some things up, and clearly they did, you know, going 17, winning 17-3, to three, only allowing three points is, is an improvement for the defense. Yeah, so. that was great. It's always good walking away from a game knowing you only allowed a field goal. Like, that's really good. Yeah. Well, good for my fantasy team, too, because I have the Packers defense, and they finally were able to provide some good points. Ugh. Unrelated, I have the Texans defense thinking it was the greatest pickup <laughs> ever, and they got negative two points. No big deal. We won't talk about that. Um, so, Rodgers had a decent passing 224 yards, uh, but let's talk about the defense. Six sacks. That was awesome. Clay got another consecutive sack. Last week he had one. This week he has one. And... Uh, Got from, to tell Kaepernick he's no Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily like that. He also did the the bicep the, the bicep, bicep kiss, kiss, which is the Kaepernick thing. And I don't know if I've spoken about this before, but even if it's our team, I don't like that type of mockery. But it's Clay. When you say that type, you mean doing another person's like signature, right? Thing. Right. Like last week, someone did Rogers' belt, and it was just like. But I, you know, in every season, I just think it's it. It's not like it's classless, but it's like... Come up with your own thing. Right, right. Do your thing, Clay. Um, so, people laugh at his hair, but he laughs at the quarterbacks on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, you showed me the team picture for this week with his hair, and it was terrifying. Yeah, you guys should look up each week. Um, if you're not familiar, the Packers have different captains. I don't know if every team does that. Um, but, of course, Rodgers photobombed in the back, which is something, if you don't know about, is hilarious. But Clay looked like uh, the girl from The Ring. Like a, right? Oh, yeah. I like went, a beefed up version. Yeah. I went with The Undertaker. <laughs> yes, that, that works too. So, it was a good game. There were some frustrations, there were some kinks, but that's to be expected. It was a good win, and that, uh, you know, another breath of sigh. 
<laughs> yeah, it feels like so far the theme of this season is kind of exercising demons of years past. You know, we get the Seahawks off our back, get the Niners off our back. Um, so uh, it's good hopefully. to have yeah, it's good to have those two out of the way. Yeah. So, uh, we'll go over the injuries and roster updates if that's okay with you. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, knock on wood. Excitingly, there are no new injuries this week. Uh, I just have a little snippet about James Jones. Uh, he was not on the injury report, but was ailing with an unspecified injury. Um, but Rogers did mention after the game that Jones was not a hundred percent, but pushed through. So I'm not too concerned, um, since I haven't heard anything else about it. We can keep an eye on him, but I think he's fine. Uh, Brian Balaga, exciting, back at practice today. He was without pads, but tomorrow he's expected to play in full pads, so he is questionable, so we'll see if he plays Sunday, but hearing that they're back practicing is always encouraging, and hopefully he will be back. He's a huge asset to the team. And then, I'm sure you've all heard... We promoted Jared Aberderis late last week from practice squad, and they signed him for a three-year deal. Um, he will be making the NFL League minimum each year and then be a free agent after that. So we'll see what happens with him. And he was one of two players. I can't recall off the top of my mind who was the other one that actually didn't have any plays last okay. week. Now, with him being promoted, to me, I mean, we're looking, you know, we're only a quarter of the way through the season. To me, that says James Jones will be a one-and-done year for him and that they're going to try and go with Aberderis after that. So, you know, we'll see what that means for his future and James Jones. It's really early to be looking at anything like that yet, but typically a signing like that would make me think that they're looking towards the future and James Jones, this is going to be kind of a, a last hurrah run for I- I think it depends. Like you said, it's early, but I think it depends on his performance, on James Jones' performance, and then Aberdare's performance as well. And this year will be a big um, prove-yourself year for those receivers. So we'll see. And then, you know, Jordy being back next year, it's going to be – it's early, so yeah. we'll see. But, you know, the, the games that Jones has been back, he's definitely – been an asset and impressive. I agree. So uh, we'll see where our receivers go for that. I mean, obviously, there's nothing to complain about at this point in the season. They're getting open. They're making plays. Rogers is finding them. So it, it's there's nothing. Anything you say bad, I think at this point about the receiving core is nitpicking and wishful thinking. Yeah, they clearly uh, the receivers and Rogers clearly have a lot of communication and understanding and I think that's key. So we are, as you said, a quarter way through the season. What do you think so far? Uh, as I said, you know, it's you can't complain. You're right where you want to be. Four games, four and oh. Uh small improvements each week. Uh, the defense I think is still where more improvement needs to be. Uh, I would like to see Eddie Lacy get going a little more. Um, it'd be nice to see him getting 100, you know, averaging around 98 to 100 yards a game, maybe a touchdown a game. It'd just be, I don't want us to get too far away 
from the running game. I know it's tough when you have, you know, a genius throwing the football around that, <laughs> you know, the, the running game can sometimes mentally become secondary. Uh, I just think that come November, December, hopefully January and February, you're going to need a run game to support that passing game. So I, I would like to see them get back on track with that. I do feel like Lacey's been, you know, obviously injured, but I do feel like they've kind of stepped back from the run game a little more than I'd like to see. Yes. Uh, the fourth quarter, he didn't have a lot of plays. But I've seen the Eddie Lacy that is so impressive with just getting moves where it's like, how did you get through those people? So, yeah, I want to see a lot more of that as well. So I, I completely agree with you. Uh, we have some tough opponents, and then when we have that streak, I think it's the third quarter, where we play all divisional games. Yeah, a tough divisional run. Yeah, Peterson is leading the league in rushing yards, mm-hmm. and so uh, we'll see what happens with the Vikings. They might be uh, a worry for us, but we'll see. I think it's, you know, obviously it's a really good sign of a great beginning and what can and Probably will be. <laughs> yeah, just keep on rolling and we'll take it one game at a time. Yes. Okay, so I think we can jump into Sunday. The Rams coming to Lambeau at noon on Sunday. And I think it'll be a good game. The Rams uh, last week beat the previously undefeated Cardinals 24-22. to So, you know, that's... That's impressive. That's a big deal. Uh, and all of their games this season have been relatively close point-wise, so that's a little uh, intimidating. And then um, Rogers also mentioned that they have one of the top defenses, def- yeah, in the league. Um, Brad and I aren't super familiar with their defense, but uh, with Rogers thinking that, it's definitely something. To look out for, be a little concerned, keep an eye on. Um, but I don't know a lot about Nick Foles. What's your opinion on him? Well, I uh, he is in a tough spot of kind of being anointed the savior of the Rams. I mean, there was that massive offseason trade kind of out of the blue that sent Foles from the Eagles to the Rams for Sam Bradford, which I think blew a lot of people's minds. Um, you know, Foles really came out of the gate strong his rookie season. I mean, he can, the guy can throw the ball like there's no tomorrow. So, you know, our safeties will be tested deep. So that, that, which they really haven't been a ton this season so far. You know, Russell Wilson's not going to wing a ton of deep balls on you. Uh, Kaepernick might once, you know, if he can get in a rhythm, but he's not going to throw a ton of deep balls on you either. Um, So it's been a while since I think the safeties had to be super involved in the game. So, I think Foles will give them a good challenge. He seems like a smart kid and a quarterback who can do well if that offensive line can keep him upright. So you think or see a quarterback that has more of a rocket arm that can get some further passes? Yeah, I, yeah, I see a quarterback that, that's got a powerful arm, doesn't seem to make a lot of stupid decisions. You know, I, I haven't got to see a ton of him, obviously. You know, they... He has played the Packers when he was with the Eagles, so we got to see some of him then. Is he very um, accurate? It seems so. You know, uh, it, you know, you kind of see in our our 
lack of knowledge about the other teams. Right, right. But from what I've seen of Fultz, he seems to find the open guy. You know, it's tough because St. Louis is kind of a football wasteland. Like, you don't see a lot of talent going there. Yeah. They have the potential. You know, they got a good run, running back, a good wide receiver. Um, yeah, but, Foles has a total of 815 passing yards this season, so eh, it's all right. Um, and, you know, 200 yards a game. Yeah, and then... You know, talking about, as you mentioned, the uh, running back and wide receiver, the names that uh, come to mind as Todd Gurley, and he's a rookie. Correct. Um, but he only has 155 rushing yards total. Well, he had, he missed the first three weeks. Oh, did he? Yeah. I he, didn't know that. Yes, okay, so was, that's just last week. Yep, he had off-season... Or no, two weeks he's played down, sorry. Okay. But he's had uh, off he had off season injury. He got hurt in college and had to have I believe it was an ACL surgery. Okay. So okay. he did not start the season. I didn't know that. So I guess that's a decent comeback. I mean, if you call it a comeback, but coming yeah. back right. from an injury. Yeah. yeah, I traded him away. So we'll see what happens there. Okay. And then um, we have Trayvon Austin, which is probably the more known wide receiver. Yeah. And he has a, a hundred thirty-eight receiving yards so uh, that's that's not much to be intimidated by there's actually two wide receivers that are ahead of him on the team I can't recall off the top of my head their names but well, it was nothing over 200 yards for a receiver on the team yeah what I will say about Austin is he's kind of a Randall Cobb type where they will hand the ball off to him a lot and yeah. let him run so he he'll get five carries a game. So he you know last week he had two touchdowns, over a hundred yards because the, you know he only had maybe ninety yards receiving, but also tack on twenty yards rushing. So he's a guy that they're gonna line up in a lot of places to try and confuse the Packers. So yeah, I mean he's he's what the Packers used to do a, a lot more in the past actually with Randall Cobb. So you'll see him in the backfield, you'll see him in the slot, you'll see him on the outside. They'll move him around and try and have him make plays. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that about him. Uh, Brad and I are trying to get uh, more familiar with our opponents just to give you guys a better look, but also to get us more educated on each team that we're playing. I know um, typically a lot of fans, and Brad and I as well, look at our divisional opponents. That's who we keep a good eye on. That's who we're familiar with each week. So um, I think it's good that uh, we look at our opponents outside of our division and kind of uh, get some sort of intake of what we're getting into each week. Of course, you know, anything can happen, but it's always good to know the key players and right. also the team as a whole to learn a little bit more. Yeah, and I, you know, the only reason I'm able to speak on Gurley and his Austin is because Gurley was on my fantasy team, Austin is. So I think I'm like a lot of fans in that way is that you know your team and then the people on your fantasy football team you get to know really well too. Right, right. That's kind of one of the fun things. You know, there's a lot of fun things about fantasy football, but yeah, you definitely get to learn more about individual players. But um, what is your prediction for the score on Sunday? I'm going to go, I think back at home the Packers are going to put up 34 Wow. Two. Let's say 14. So okay. I, th I think it's going to be their biggest win of the season thus far. Really? Yes. And reasoning? or I just think coming back home they're going to be ready to go. Um, 
some of it might be ignorance. I don't know. I can't name a defensive player. I've been thinking this entire time. Uh, on oh, the Rams. Of the Rams. Yeah, Me I can't either. name a defensive player. I can't. So either. I think Rodgers will will be out there throwing it around. Yeah. Well, I'm going a little bit more conservative. I was just thinking about how um, close their games have been points wise, the Rams, and uh, they how they beat the Cardinals, who were three and all. Um, so the Rams are two and two. Uh, so I'm going a little bit more conservative, saying the game will be twenty-one to seventeen. And that's a good point. They beat the Seahawks too in a very, very close game. Another team that you know, obviously, we've had our issues with. So right. So it'll it'll be an interesting game if we can stop their defense. If our receivers can run their plays, and and we can keep doing what we're doing, work out some more kinks. I think we can be more on your prediction than mine, <laughs> but I definitely think we can get another win out of this and go 5-0. and out. Yeah, yeah, really, in a perfect world, I'd like to see him undefeated at the bye, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it all. I mean, all that matters at the end is that we're going to the playoffs. We're still a strong team. We keep the team healthy, but yeah, that would be great to to keep the winning streak going, the yeah. momentum. It's definitely good for the players, and keeping their confidence and I just all around it's good for team morale fan morale it's it's good it's good it's good so Brad and I were talking right before the podcast about uh superstitions with um fans so each well I think it was starting last year yeah last year was my first year that I was superstitious I would wear different shirts and <laughs> I would see, like, how the Packers perform. And then towards, like, probably the latter half of the season, I was like, okay, I'm not going to wear Packers gear. And that, like, sort of started to work for me. And then Seattle happened, and I was like, well, I'm not going to carry this over to next year. <laughs> so this year, uh, Brad uh, got me a Clay Matthews Super Bowl edition jersey uh which is really nice and i have worn that for every game and so i don't wear a t-shirt underneath and like it's the same like i i wear it the same way (laughs) and so that's my little superstition like i'm not like super like set on it like oh no but uh we want to know what you guys think about that and even tell us what your superstitions are if you have them or if you think they're completely silly, tell us. It's always fun. Like, I remember hearing about a fan who wore the same socks every Sunday and never washed them. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, for me, I think it's uh, the Rogers jersey gets put away once the season's over. So, like, it can recharge its yeah. mojo. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't get touched until <laughs> regular season football begins. And then it's out every week, but then... Once it ends, it's recharge time. <laughs> it's like a nice dress for a woman that you put the plastic coating yep. over and you're like, don't touch <laughs> it. <laughs> no one even look at it. <laughs> it's not really like that, but we do hang it up and put it away. I do that with a lot of my Packers gear. I mean, once summer comes around, I start breaking out the t-shirts and stuff, but after the season, I think all of us need a little time to regroup and mourn that the season's <laughs> over and be like... No, we just have to deal with winter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let us know if you guys have any 
cool superstitions, these type of stuff that you do, or traditions, anything like that, we like to hear about that, and we will definitely mention them on future podcasts, maybe and do uh, a little segment where we can Yeah, if we get some good ones, we'll definitely talk about them. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think that wraps up our podcast today, as always. Send us questions and comments. We're happy to cover anything you guys want covered. Uh, We are on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We are open to anything. So we're very happy for you guys to contact us. I am on Twitter at AllieRose326. And I am The Walking Brad. And, yeah. (coughs) Yep, always. A dog chiming in. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs> go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go. And there is your dagger.